You know, we're talking about this day, this greatest day of the feast, which is the sweetest thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, how how God has merged these things together that we could, we're spo- you're supposed to camp out, you know? So we got to go to conference. Mm-hmm. What a... If you see, I don't, I don't want to camp out, but I want to go to conference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <But> if, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I want to camp out in the presence of the Holy Spirit, but I don't yeah. want to sleep on the ground. I don't want no bugs biting me, <laughs> but I do want to worship for that kind of yes. passion and zeal and hear that kind of a word. And this greatest day of the feast, you know, we talked about water, right? So there, the only other theme that's left is light. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Same same place, this day, 2,000, about 20 years ago, Jesus walked out in the middle of the greatest day of the festival. Everybody's there. You understand, this isn't an option. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're mm-hmm. in there, all of the Jews that were living in that day were there mm-hmm. to hear him say these things. Mm-hmm. And he said, again, spoke to the people, John 8, I so, um, I'm sorry, let me introduce this better. There's these massive menorahs. It's a light show 2,000 years ago. Mm. Now, it's not like these cool things we have with electric lights, but it must have been amazing because it was like a wonder of the world. It was so amazing. And he's looking at all these lights and everybody's fascinated. And he says, wait, 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 wait. Hey, that's me. Mm. That's, just a, that's just a picture. I'm the light of the world. Mm. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but we'll have the light of life. Mm -hmm. I want to unpack it just a few minutes just to get you, because, you know, the problem with, uh, as Christians, is we read this in English without any of the history, without without the Hebrew, and and we don't know how all the cool stuff that's there. That's right. But when you you come to these feasts, we get to go, what? (laughs) And we get to describe, we get to (laughs) grab onto this really cool stuff that Jesus was saying and doing. So you remember Genesis 1, right? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. and The, the very earth, first thing. The very first thing. I mean, he wasn't going, what should I do first? No. <laughs> the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Which is, to me, if God was first then no thing and no one else existed then, not even Mm -hmm. darkness. So you've gone back now before darkness, before the things that we struggle with were there, Mm -hmm. God was there and he had a plan. Mm -hmm. And I I love that because today, as we gather in funds and stuff, it's because we have a plan and because God gave us that plan. In your life, no matter how messed up it is, God has a plan. He can, he can twist it, turn it, and resurrect it. Mm-hmm. Because First John says, that which was from the beginning, when it talked about God. And I said, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So there's once a day where none of the things that mm-hmm. we deal with were there. Mm-hmm. Now, scripturally speaking, darkness, and now with, with all due respect to you scientists who don't know God, darkness isn't the absence of light. That's just a, a heathen talking. It's actually scientifically impossible to create perfect darkness because all objects radiate heat in the form of infrared light and gamma rays and extremely high frequency light can penetrate even dense materials i read one time this in the physics study you have to go like 30 miles uh deep for to find darkness (laughs) 30 something might be 30 feet 30 yards that's a long way down into utter earth in the depths of darkness to actually find darkness so 
darkness was probably the, the very first creation that God did before the universe itself, right back there in that verse. He said, I, this is Isaiah 45, I, meaning God, form the light and create darkness. So again, with all respect to the scientist, he made it. I make peace and create calamity. I, the Lord, do all these things. All of this happens, and it's in the context of this great feast where Jesus comes to reveal himself as the guy who was the I am who did it. Mm. So darkness was a creation, and every creation has a purpose. See, God is always closer than our skin. It doesn't matter how dark or scary the situation gets or how many times we've messed up or how big the messes we make, and we can make some big messes. We are creations in process, and we can know that the Spirit of God is hovering near us, and he has a vision for just what he's making us into. And he uses darkness or hides things from us as part of the process of revealing himself to us. So the very next moment, then God said, let there be light. Mm. Now, technically in Hebrew, he just said light, light be, essentially. And God saw the light and it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness, called the light day, the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. So to say this another way to kind of follow up from, I'm sure we're going to be sharing about conference a long time, but God divided the light from the darkness. So to say it another way, Jesus triumphs over darkness. Amen. Everything God is doing in our lives is to accomplish one purpose, dividing the light from the darkness. He is wrestling with you right now to divide Mm -hmm. you from darkness. Mm -hmm. You're thinking, I want that. And he's going, no, you don't. Listen to Ephesians 5. For you once were you were once darkness, mm-hmm. but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord, and have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to speak of those things which are done by them in secret. But all things that are exposed are made manifest by the light. Remember that. For whatever makes manifest is light. Therefore, he says, awake, you who sleep. Arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Now, think about this. For those of you who uh, really want to know your purpose and your calling, the light spectrum, you're listening to light. Radio wave is in the light spectrum. The light spectrum includes radio waves, microwaves, infrared, visible light, a very small thing of visible light, ultraviolet, x-rays, gamma rays, and other electromagnetic radiation. So when God says, I will give you light, you know, it's it's really up to what you're asking for, isn't it? Hmm. Do you you just want to be a a light bulb? Or would you like to be uh, something that like an x-ray like Mike Maiden that can just look into a life and just let me just tell you everything that's going on in your life mm-hmm. or a gamma ray or a radio wave would you want to be a declarer of the things of God right see God is raising up many people with many kinds of gifts just like the many kinds of light and he's going to fill up some with a lot of power others with revelation others with skills others for war and it's just up to us on this greatest day of the feast to, to let him do that, to receive the light he's given to us. And that's what we're here for. And that's when we say to you, join us in asking for a million souls. Join us in taking that challenge to give. It's because we know what God has for you. We, we, we suspect it's very good. We 
We do. We're expectant that it's very good.